and welcome to the podcast where you will heal the relationship with yourself, unlearn the limiting beliefs that tell you it's better to blend in than stand out, and realize that you are more than enough. You are incredible. I am your host, Susan Padrone, an intuitive personal stylist, an award-winning author featured in InStyle and many publications accessible all over the world. I am a tattooed queer mom who is showing up to give you the gentle nudge or emotional hug, whichever you need, so that you can give yourself the permission to be you. This is the Susan Padrone Podcast. So your kid comes out to you as trans or non-binary. How do you help them feel comfortable being themselves? So it's so much more than just taking them shopping for new clothes or taking them for a new haircut or laser hair removal. You know, with years of experience as a personal stylist and working with, you know, over 30 plus trans or gender fluid clients, I have put together ways that you can be supportive through their growth, as well as a list of what to be mindful of in regard to your own behavior. So let's start off with what you can do, what you should do. So first and foremost, listen, listen, listen. When they're opening up to you about how they feel, it takes a lot of vulnerability for someone to want to talk with you about how they want to look. Okay, next, let them react first and only share your opinions if they ask for them. Your opinion should not be present unless it gets an invitation. If their reaction is different from how you feel, keep your judgment to yourself. And this really applies to when they're trying new clothes or other new ways of expressing their identity. So again, sorry to say it, but your opinion is irrelevant here unless it's invited. So the next thing that you should try to do is encourage them to try, explore, and play. Discovering your style needs to be done in a safe, supportive place. So if you feel comfortable providing that safe space for them, beautiful. I love it. If you don't, then seek out other individuals like myself or like other affirming service providers that can hold space for your child. And by allowing them to explore and try different things and play, you're giving them that freedom to really come into their own identity as well, which is also really crucial and a very, very important part of the process. The next on my list is provide extra positive support if they need some additional courage, especially when they're trying something new or far out of their comfort zone. So when in doubt, try to be more positive so that they feel comfortable and they can just, you know, step out with a little bit more confidence. Like who doesn't need extra positive support when they're trying something new? Like that's something that applies to everybody, whether, you know, you're going through a transition or not. It helps, I promise. So some things to be aware of. And I'm trying not to word this as like things not to do, but, you know, be aware that these things may come up for you and try to catch yourself in it if it happens. So try not to bring attention to how their body may appear differently because of their assigned gender. 
when I say assigned gender, that is the gender they were assigned at birth, which no longer aligns with their trans or non-binary identity. So saying things like, we need to hide or downplay your broad shoulders is it's really problematic, no matter the gender of who you're speaking to, but it can feel especially dysphoric for someone who is transitioning. It can be trans antagonistic to say things like, you know, (laughs) your body is just not built like a girl to someone who is assigned male at birth or, you know, Things like, oh, you just look wimpy for a guy because they were assigned female at birth. You know, things that you are stuck on and you're limited on because of your perceptions of gender and the stereotypes that go along with it. It's problematic. It's not helpful. So just try to catch yourself if those thoughts come up for you. We're also constantly unlearning the conditioning we've experienced regarding gender. You know, as a support person, it's not your role to push someone to dress a certain way because it matches your ideas of how they should look. Their transition, their identity is not about you. Now, just because the gender that you are assigned at birth is the gender that you've aligned with your entire time on this planet and the way that you dress feels like an appropriate expression of said gender does not mean that you can take all of that and try to impose it on your child. You know, you always have to come back to the fact that they are their own person and their way of expressing that is important and you need to just hold space for them to be able to do that. Also, be mindful that you don't comment on whether you think something is too big or too small. Fit is a personal preference. Everyone defines their level of comfort in their unique way. If they ask you, does this fit? Or do you think I need a different size? Then you can look at key fit points such as placement of the seams, especially on the shoulders or the hips. You know, look for unintended bunching or puckering or excess fabric, you know, things like that. Try to be more aware of fit in terms of how the garment is laying on the person. But again, (laughs) we want to go back to if they ask, you can share. If they don't, (laughs) try to keep your opinion about fit to yourself because sometimes they might feel really good if something is fitting a little bit looser and hiding certain parts of their body that make them feel dysphoric. Or they might feel really great in something that's form-fitting and highlighting parts of their body that you might not be focusing on. So if they ask, be analytical of the fit. Don't be critical. When they ask you, what do you think? Avoid making statements that are like, it fits you or the clothes are nice. (laughs) Those may be true statements, but there's no emotion behind it. And there's nothing thoughtful about how you're answering their question. It may seem like they're asking you as a trap, but they're not. They're asking for validation and confirmation that they're making the right choice about something they like. That's 
almost always the case whenever someone comes to you and says, you know, what do you think? Pay attention to their the way that their voice goes up too. If they're like, what do you think? And it kind of goes down, <laughs> then usually that's giving you an implication that maybe they don't love it. And they just, again, need the validation that it's not great. Or if they're like, what do you think about this? Like there's a little bit more of that sing song, that upward inflection that kind of goes into it. That's where, you know, they probably like it and they're just unsure about something. So in this case, share what you think and try to be supportive about the process too. And ask them, bring the attention back to them, you know, so that they feel like they're being seen and they're being heard. So some genuine questions that you can ask if you're kind of unsure of how to respond, if they ask you, what do you think? You can respond with, you know, how do you feel while wearing this? How does it feel to see yourself in it? Does this look align with what you imagined? Can you explain to me why you feel that way? It will help me to understand better. You know, by saying like, can you explain to me why you feel that way? And then also saying it will help me to understand better. That shows that you're genuinely interested in learning about them and this whole process and that you want to understand because you want to do better for them. You can also ask things like, what do you see yourself wearing this piece with? How do you want to accessorize it? You can say, you might feel a little nervous, but that's not always a bad thing. Do you feel a little excited too? You know, what situation do you see yourself wearing this outfit and loving it? By giving them that kind of prompt, it helps them to start to envision their reality in stepping out wearing these clothes. You know, you can also ask, is anything missing? Like maybe they don't have the right pair of shoes yet, or they don't have the right finishing pieces. And that's why something about what they're wearing just does not feel complete. You can also ask, are you comfortable in this outfit in all ways, like physically, emotionally, energetically? You know, how is this outfit supporting you? Now, trying on clothes in stores can be hard for everyone because you can't reach into your closet and pull out your favorite jacket or experiment with makeup or, you know, putting together these accessories to really see the full look. So encourage your loved one to talk about this and open up their imagination to how they'll create a full look if just being in a dressing room isn't completing the picture. So if they ask you to go shopping with them, you're in the fitting room and they're trying on these clothes and they're asking for your opinion, you know, that's where you can go back to some of those more genuine, thoughtful questions that will help them to kind of just become more comfortable and think about the process in its entirety. And I am always excited to help people with finding their style that affirms their gender and makes them feel euphoric. So please, please, please reach out if you or someone you love could use some help from a personal stylist. You know, there are also tons of resources listed on my blog that can help you in all other ways. If something's missing that you're looking for specifically, you know, send me a message. Let me know. I am more than happy to help. And if I can't help specifically, then I'm happy to point you in the right direction with someone who can. Thanks so much. Until next time. 
thanks for taking the time to listen. The best way to support this podcast is to subscribe and leave a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts.